0: Good morning Liberty.
1: But what is going on, all of our Liberty loving friends? Welcome back to another fantastic somber episode (laughs) of Good Morning Liberty Podcast. I'm one of the hosts here, Charles Chuck Thompson. With me as always, the one who knows just about everything there is to know. By the way, for those that don't know, we're based in Nashville, Tennessee. We are. So Nathaniel from Nashville. How's it going, Chuck? How are you feeling?
2: I'm feeling pretty good. I don't have any kids in school here. So. I do. How are you feeling? Yeah. Feeling pretty good? Yeah.
1: I'm still statistically feeling pretty good. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we, gosh, it, it is somber episode. Somber That's why episode. I said fantastic yeah, somber. Yeah. Very fantastic. Mm. You can't have, the, the intro still sounded kind of happy though.
1: Well, listen. Could you say it sadder? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's an extremely see. sad day. Look, we're against death. You can be happy and against death at the same time.
2: That's true. That's true. We've been
1: against death since inception.
2: The movie? At least. Uh, That's accurate. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this is Good Morning Liberty. We talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning every single day of the week when we want to. So if you are so inclined, please smash, smash, smash that subscribe button. Or the follow button. Or whatever you want to do. Leave a rating and review. Join the Fed Haters Club. Go to joingmail.com and join for, what is it? Six bucks a month? Something like that? Basically nothing. It's almost nothing. Almost. Seriously. We got to up those prices sometime. Get some mm. skin in the game for some people. Uh, we've been alluding to the sad news today. I was combing the news all day. And uh, it was looking to be a pretty slow news day. But that changed. That's different now. Now we get to listen to the uh, the same the same old gun control arguments on the day of the worst day for uh, several people, the worst day ever for several people. We all get to talk about how the government could have solved this problem if you could just give them more power, more more control, give up a little bit more of your liberty, and they definitely could have stopped this from happening. I bet, even though they know nothing about the shooter really at all. If you so.
1: Not familiar with what happened today? Then a uh, there was a school shooting.
2: Yeah, you can read this uh, this little news
1: in Nashville, by the way, which mm-hmm. is uh, which is where we live. Green Hills, so,
2: about what twenty minutes away from here, something like that.
1: It's about twenty, uh, maybe thirty minutes. Yeah, forty five if there's traffic. Yeah, which yep. more than likely there's a lot right now. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, this is from the New York Times. Yes, I believe so. A heavily armed female assailant. Opened fire at the school, the police say. A heavily armed woman. It's it is weird. So, is this female is a woman? I'm not trying to get distracted.
2: I I feel like we're I just you know, New York today, Times is today. It's the case,
1: female woman. They're mm-hmm. using it in the same. Yep. This is the same paper. It is. Yeah. But that's the title of this. Well, yeah. Article.
2: Yeah, New York Times. I mean they're kind of far right extremists anyway when it comes to this kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Just All checking. right, anyway, there was a shooting at a school.
1: Yeah. Entered a Christian school in Nashville on Monday morning and fatally shot 3 children and 3 staff members before she was shot and killed by police. A spokesman for the Metropolitan Nashville Police Department said Don Aaron, that's the spokesman, said the investigators were working to identify the woman who had opened fire at the Covenant School. Which serves about two hundred students from preschool through sixth sixth grade. Twenty-eight year old woman was armed with two assault style rifles and a handgun, and it was not immediately clear if she had any connection to the school.
2: It is now, by the way, they're they're saying that this person uh, did attend the school at some point in time. That's the most up to date information I could find so far.
1: Went to school there. Former student. Okay.
2: Yes. That's what we got. Former student. Now she was. It was initially reported that she was a teenager, and uh, then that was corrected to say that she was actually twenty eight. I have not actually seen, uh, had not actually seen the name or anything, but they said that she was a former, uh, student. And yes, um, T Dub, I do think that you are uh, correct. The author of this article is a biologist, uh, clearly from what we can tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, But in all seriousness, clearly very sad. Uh, Children were killed. uh, Teachers or staff were killed. Luckily, the police came in. They did not wait for an hour or two before doing anything. Uh, They came in there and took her down. So luckily, uh, she
1: was a woman. Within 14 minutes of the call. 14 minutes of the call. That's quick. Call came in. 14 minutes later, the police had... Disarmed the threat. Now, this. And this, and it was upstairs, by the way. So the police entered the building, heard gunshots, immediately went upstairs and found the shooter and um, eliminated the threat.
2: Who knows how many lives they saved by going in there and taking care of it? You know, a lot. It's probably a lot because it sounds like she was heavily armed and could have done uh, a lot more damage. So good on them. Good on them. Um, Of course. With this, we are getting all of the normal things that come with a shooting. I saw the
1: White House is blaming Republicans. It's
2: it's clearly Republicans' fault. It's the NRA's fault. Uh, Basically, anyone who doesn't want to ban guns, at least ban uh, assault weapons of any kind or however they want to define it. I pulled up a few tweets. I know that there are probably a lot more... Crazy tweets right now, but I did grab a few. JoJo from Jers, uh, you've probably seen her before spewing Democrat propaganda. She says it's not the drag queens, it's not the pot, not the porn, not the trans kids, not the video games, not the locks on the doors. This person came in through a side door that was unlocked, and as sure as shit ain't the books about Rosa Parks, you want to protect our kids, then do something about the mud of trucking guns. She said a different word mm. on there. So, of course, it's the guns, not drag queens. Of course, we don't know anything about this person yet. So, could end up being an embarrassing tweet. We'll see. I normally look at how many followers someone has before I pay attention to it. This person, you know, a couple hundred thousand followers. Victor she says, another school shooting, this time in Nashville with at least three children. Confirmed dead so far. To all the Republicans... Who still refuse to act on gun violence, you have blood on your hands. This is because of you. Wake up. Start caring about young people and our safety for once. Um, You know, I feel like it's more on the shooter that did it. I know that they say that like the gun woman. Yeah, the gun, the gun woman. Because I know they say Republicans have blood on their hands, and it's because of them, but I've, I personally, I blame the shooter. And I bet
1: she legitimately had blood on her hands.
2: Legitimately. Yeah. And almost none of the Republicans did at that, at that time. I don't know. I think that's a weird one. Uh, Jess Piper, who's running for something in Missouri, also said, we banned lawn darts after three kids died in accidents. Did we ban lawn darts? I've got lawn darts. Like real lawn darts? Well, not. Okay. <laughs> They're probably not legit lawn darts. We banned a dresser from Ikea because it was flawed and killed eight children. Meanwhile, 22 kids are shot every day with guns. So Jess talks about the lawn darts and the Ikea furniture. I just wanted to point out that those specific items are, are not meant to uh, exert some type of deadly force. Uh, To injure someone while a gun, its actual purpose is to injure someone or kill them, uh, hopefully for protection of yourself. Mm. Uh, So the idea that you, you know, ban products because they accidentally say the Ikea dresser, more than likely that's one that probably tipped over. You know, now they got the things that tie them to the back of the wall so you can't pull them over or something like that. Or if you impaled someone with some lawn darts. You know, not exactly. The, but Also,
1: I disagree with banning those types of things. I'd, I like people should be free to, to do what they want.
2: I just think that people should know about it. Right. Would, would be the thing. Uh, that's that's what I would recommend on those. We got some more. Yeah,
1: I've never purchased a gun that says does not cause harm to anyone. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, I don't think they have. There's all kinds of warnings yeah. on there.
2: Well, you get some, you know, have like the orange tip on them. You know, those you get some of those if you want to. Yeah. Now, if those killed someone, now that would fit into the category of the Mm. things that she talked about. Exactly. Uh, Eric Swalwell says at least three children are dead in another school shooting, yet the GOP-led Judiciary Committee is passing a resolution tomorrow to make it easier for mass shooters to obtain pistol stabilizing braces. They must cancel this hearing now. Now, I don't know if it's great marketing for the GOP to lead a hearing that whose purpose is to allow mass shooters to obtain pistol stabilizing braces like that's not good marketing as far as the GOP uh, judiciary committee is concerned
1: Did this lady have a no a risk no i mean we don't even know this was actually
2: this was a uh, this was from 3 hours ago this is like immediately after it happened and we don't know Exactly what she had or not. And what's the, you telling me that an AR-15, it gets, a gun gets way more dangerous after you like remove the stock and, and use a stabilizing brace instead. Yeah. That's, that's Next what up, causes it. the sights off. Yes.
1: You shouldn't be able to aim with these things.
2: Just like, what? what's he even talking about right now? And it's the way you the way you phrase it, like, "Oh, this resolution is to make it easier for mass shooters to obtain." No, it's to make it easier for people to obtain stable. You can't you can't define every single liberty or freedom by what the worst piece of shit would do with it.
1: Yeah, like Twitter is making it easier for idiots to post dumb tweets. No, just you can post stuff. <laughs> yeah,
2: you know, or for for. Misinformation is it no, there, there's there's bad people. They do bad stuff sometimes. Um, let's see what Corinne Jean Pierre had to say. Jean. Jean Pierre had to say about this. Uh that was one that I was annoyed by today. Gene Pyrie. Oh, come on. Where's the video? Give me a second. Would you oh, give it a second? No. We don't have uh we got the robot voices in here today, so that's annoying. Now I'm going to find the video from C-SPAN. There's one because it had good audio. Let's see what good this says. Good afternoon, said. everyone. All right. And let me skip
0: ahead to where it's supposed to be. ...in contact with DOJ and local officials about what is known so far. We want to express the president's appreciation for the first responders and prayers for all the families affected by this shooting. While we don't know yet all the details in this latest tragic shooting, we know that too often our schools and communities are being devastated by gun violence. Schools should be safe spaces for our kids to grow and learn and for our educators to teach. As you all know, President Biden has taken more action than any president in history on gun safety, from nearly two dozens Two dozen actions, including a great the executive point. order he just signed last month, or this this month. Pause. It.
1: It's like, I know kids are dead, but I just want you to know, <laughs> so you know. this president <laughs> has done more. Didn't stop this one, Mm-mm. but he's done more than any other president in U.S. history well, to try to ban stuff.
2: While you grieve, I want you to remember to vote for Democrats because... This president has taken more action than any other president.
1: So they'll literally use any crisis mm-hmm. and then blame Republicans for using crises. ease. It, it's it's so impressive. It's uh, disgusting.
2: I was going to say impressive is a word. Yeah, I mean, it's disgusting. Disgusting. I'm also
1: in, I'm impressed. I'm, I, I'm not mad anymore. <laughs> you know, I'm just impressed. Me
0: to the bipartisan. Bipartisan Safer Communities Act legislation he signed into law after the tragedies in Uvalde and Buffalo. He also believed it's not enough. We must do more. And he wants Congress to act because enough is enough. In his State of the Union, the president called on Congress to do something to stop the epidemic of gun violence, tearing families apart, tearing communities apart. How many more children have to be murdered before Republicans in Congress will step up and act to pass the assault weapons ban.
1: We should just abort them. <laughs> there you go. That way they can't be murdered in school. Well, that saves them
2: from getting killed in school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She is so god-awful at this job. <laughs> so terrible. Just a little thing like that. How many more children have to be murdered before Republicans? She She can't say more than two words without reading it off of the piece of paper. And she starts reading that like it's a list item on the agenda. Now she's supposed to say, how many more children have to die before Republicans? And instead, because she's not she's not really here, she's not really saying the things that are on her pieces. She's just reading things. She says, how many more children have to die before Republican? And then she's like, oh, I'm supposed to be asking this As a question mark, Mm. she's so terrible at this, but uh, she is gay and black. So, you know, what are you going to do? There's that. Nothing. Can't Mm. do anything about it.
1: All right. So an assault weapons. I like what Magoo said here from the live group, by the way, which you could go join Mm gmail.com. He says from the people who brought you 1 million dead Iraqis (laughs) present to you today, semi believable sympathy for an opportunistic tragedy. That's pretty good. Yeah. I like that. That's how she should have opened it. Um hey,
2: trust us. You uh, know? The assault weapons ban. Now that's what the that's what she's kind of out there pushing right now. Before, Charlie, we know how this person obtained Charlie? Charlie. S- how this person obtained the assault rifle assault weapons that were used. Um, And the fact that, by the way, an assault weapons ban doesn't actually remove any currently existing assault weapons that are out there right now. Uh, It would just attempt to ban certain specific ones in the future.
1: And we're going along with their definition of assault.
2: (laughs) Which can just be anything. Weapon. Could be a pistol. Could be whatever. Could be a knife. Could be a fist. Uh, the, The thing is... There's been a lot of studies on this, and we've talked about this a little bit before. There's a, a big study that's done every year by uh, the RAND Corporation. This is a public policy center, and they, they put together 175 different gun studies for their 2023 version of this. And they, are, uh, they seem to be pretty... Fairly balanced on this. I mean, some of the things they say do have evidence of reducing certain crimes or mass shootings or suicides or whatever. And other things they say, well, the data's inconclusive on this. We don't have we don't have anything showing, or we don't have enough data, or whatever it is. And so when it comes to the assault weapons bans, um, it's actually just inconclusive for banning assault weapons is what they find. Um, as it relates to mass shootings, then they find limited, limited evidence that uh, banning high capacity magazines could actually reduce mass shooting deaths. And so those those are the things that we have uh, right there. So uncertain assault weapons bans have uncertain effect on mass shootings. Evidence for this relationship is inconclusive. Uh, high capacity magazine bans may decrease mass shootings. Uh, evidence for this relationship is limited, is what they say on that. Uh, But that's what they're going to pass as something that somehow would have prevented today's shooting. And that's always the case, even though they don't know how she got the guns or why she did it. The why is the actual problem. You know, why are people doing this? Why are kids doing this? Why did this woman decide to do this? And that is the question that People refuse to answer. A lot of people refuse to ask, and of course, it depends on who the shooter is, too. Right now, because this shooter is a woman, and you see this happen. Now, if it's a if it's a white male that commits the shooting, commits the shooting, first off, you'll get it, it. Could be white supremacy, could be racism. Uh, definitely tox-
1: MAGA and domestic terrorism.
2: Definitely that toxic masculinity. Could be another thing to just a uh, terrible men. But when it's a female or if it's a if it's a black person that does it, something like that, it's the gun, first off, and that's the only problem. And it's never a never a thing that you should ask why did this happen?
1: And they had a reason to do it. Yeah. You know, because of oppression.
2: There's actually, yeah. I mean, you don't condone it, right? But you understand, mm-hmm. you know, and and if society wouldn't have wouldn't have treated this person this way, then they would never have done this thing, and it's actually society's fault.
1: The one thing that's hard to quantify in studies like this is the percent likelihood that the entire country will turn into prison camps if you ban guns. (laughs) That's a tough one. Yeah. So, now we have a lot of data throughout history. Mm -hmm. I don't know, you can, China, the (laughs) Viet Cong. Typically, the places that have the prison camps
2: don't allow private Personal gun ownership to do right now. That could just be a correlation,
1: and they don't really like people to do like data analysis on that.
2: No, in fact, if it if the data shows the wrong thing, um, you're probably no longer working in data analysis and you're probably no longer alive either. Yeah, after that, and so we're not going to know that could be a correlation that it just turns out that all of these super super tyrannical things that we can list throughout history also included people not being allowed to own weapons. You know, you see the memes go around and say, well, Hitler seized everyone's guns, and then they did everything. I don't know, guys. I'm not a historian. I don't know exactly how this played out. That's, you know, that could be the case. I don't know exactly how Lenin and Stalin and Mao, what the the order of operations was on that one, you know. But it seems to be heavily correlated, Mm. in my opinion. That's just my opinion on the matter. I don't know. Just...
1: It must be a coincidence.
2: It's a, yeah, Yeah. a real big one, a real big coincidence.
1: Nothing Uh, to see here.
2: So do you want to go, I'm ask Charlie, you choose. We just talked about this shooting and we'll have more information on the shooter uh, for tomorrow's episode. We don't know enough right now to uh, properly place blame on either the shooter or the guns or the society or
1: whatever it is. We want to offer our condolences to the families affected. Um, I have a son. In the uh, public schools here in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it hits close to home. However, you know, Nate asked me before the show, like, how, you know, how am I doing? Um, statistically, it's still fine. The odds that, you know, my son is going to end up in a, a mass shooting is pretty slim. It's more dangerous for you though, to drive him to school. Exactly. Still yeah. more dangerous for him to, to ride the bus. So. Even.
2: If Yeah, if you aren't so, more worried, like in the morning, if you worry about a mass shooting, but you don't worry about taking your kid to school or picking them up and driving him home, then you've actually just read way too much propaganda yeah. online.
1: And that doesn't take away from the sadness that, you know, uh, three sets of parents are f- certainly feeling right now.
2: On six, I mean, the other people. Or the other people uh, have parents, parents too. too. C- yeah. Kids.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's it's definitely very tragic, um, and so I definitely offer my condolences there. It does hit close to home for us. It it is. Uh, you had a shooting at the Waffle House right by your house.
2: Right, I have had two fast shootings right next church, to my house. Yeah, the mm-hmm.
1: church right there. What are you doing out there?
2: <laughs> I don't go anywhere. Oh, I'll tell man. you what. And not then, in that area. I go the other direction.
1: And then uh, and then this one. It it's sad. It's um. It's very sad, but taking away people's guns is not the answer. It's not the answer. The answer is, I think, very much a um, giving people opportunity to be the the best version of themselves, and that's why we like. That's why we do what we do every single day. We need people out there. I, I'm sure we're going to find out that this person. It looks like early reports indicates um, this is a a transgender. Is that true, Audrey Hale? Early reports, unconfirmed. So I okay. have no idea. That's completely speculation. Really don't know. But um, th- what's wrong? What's what's happening with these people is they don't have a purpose or meaning in their life. They don't have a sense of direction. They're resentful and bitter and angry, and they want to they want to take themselves out, but then they mm. want to take as many people out as possible on the way. Yeah, and. The real answer to fixing that problem is to fixing that because the the tool doesn't matter. If somebody wants to create destruction, they will in any means possible. Um, we've seen that throughout mm. history. So the actual answer is not removing guns. It's not banning assault weapons or magazines or anything like that. It's actually uh, building a society where people are as free as they possibly can be to pursue the meaning in life that they want to pursue that gives them purpose without putting any unnecessary or barriers in the way as we do currently with government.
2: Yeah. Um, by the way, the live group, if you're hanging out with us right now, you can go into the chat and vote on the next topic that we can move. You get to choose the direction of the show right now. That's a reason that people can join the Fed Haters Club and control the show. Uh, within our parameters, of course. We can either talk about this corporate greed article uh, or we can talk about the uh, ridiculous CNN digital blackface article uh, from over the weekend. And I'll tell you, I don't know if it'll change your votes. Regardless, digital blackface is still going to be in Dumb Bleep of the Week. But we have been trying to filter in uh, Dumb Bleep submissions throughout the week so we don't have to wait until all the way at the end of the week. The talking of corporate greed is what's uh, running the way with it right now. So we will. I'll run down to that article. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. So getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process. I don't think I'm all the way there yet, but I'm getting close. But we're always growing and changing. One thing I've learned a lot about is self-awareness, and then learning how to understand situations from different points of view. So putting yourself in someone else's shoes and understanding why or how they feel the way they do about something. Now, sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way that we do in specific situations until we talk through it with people and figure out why it is that that's triggering, whatever that feeling is. And that, that's important, especially for the things that we talk about every day. Well, BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey to self-discovery from wherever you are. Now, I've used therapy in the past. Charlie is still using BetterHelp on a weekly basis, I believe. And I can tell you, it really did help. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash gml today and get ten percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P dot com slash gml from MarketWatch. What a shift! <clears throat> that was that's a big push. <clears throat> that's a very different thing, and it's, we'll talk more gun. We'll talk more uh, I mean, gun I, control and stuff tomorrow.
1: <clears throat> I bet corporate greed has something to do with kids being murdered. Oh yeah, sure. It's uh, I'm yeah, the
2: gun gun manufacturers. Buying off Congress and yeah. NRA, stuff like that. Of course it does. Yeah. This article came from the live group. Uh, was it from T-Dub or someone? I can't remember exactly the person that posted this last week. But uh, very, very selective examples that they gave and uh, would have would have made a great dumb bleep submission last week. But we'll, we'll talk about this. They say the Fed has it wrong. It's fun coupons. It's fun coupons. <laughs> I got a picture here of... Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio playing Jordan Belfort and the Wolf of Wall Street. The Fed has it wrong. Corporate greed is to blame for inflation, not rising wages. Sock analyst says. So Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell has repeatedly said undercutting wage growth for American workers is essential for tamping down the worst bout of inflation. They they have said that. They've said that we needed to get the unemployment rate up and that wage growth was going too fast and that that was pushing inflation. That's the, not the only thing that they have said is pushing inflation, but they're saying that wages rising too fast is uh, causing some of the inflation. But a raft of data suggests that robust corporate profit margins, not wages, are having a much bigger impact on rising prices according to longtime Société Generale strategy. Strategist Albert Edwards. Edwards calls this dynamic greedflation. Oh, God. <laughs> the notion that corporate price gouging is helping to keep inflation robust at a time when commodity prices, which were initially blamed for the price shock, have actually fallen over the past 12 months. Now, to me, they undercut their whole idea right there uh, because they're blaming corporations raising their prices. And then they say that uh, actually commodity prices like oil has gone down like 40% since the peaks. Uh, Why? Why did that happen? Did we pass a law outlawing greed? I missed that one, but did we do that? For commodity
1: companies? Yeah. For just
2: worldwide (laughs) commodity company law was passed. To get oil to drop from 130 down to 66 early last week. Mm. Which, by the way, I told everyone it was a good time to buy, and it's already up to 77 right now. Whoo! Crude oil was trading at roughly 77 on Thursday compared with 115 a barrel one one year ago. Um, In his latest note on the topic, Edwards questioned why the Fed has been so insistent on targeting wages instead of pointing the finger at corporations. Number one, I'll tell you before we get into that. The Fed can't do anything about corporate profits. We allow people to make profits. And all of these arguments revolve around the idea that you would somehow set a law at what percentage profit you could make on a given item, which would be called cost plus, basically, which is why things in the government cost way too much money. Because yeah. they would have every incentive to just not care what the cost of everything is.
1: That's how you get $1,200 <laughs> toilet seats yeah. and $1,500 coffee <laughs> mugs. All right, quote, the primary driver
2: of this inflation cycle is soaring profit margins. Rather than calling this out as a primary cause of high inflation, central banks have instead chosen to focus on rising nominal wages as threatening to embed higher inflation, so called wage price spiral. Corporations are raising prices of goods and services not because they need to due to rising labor and raw material costs, but because they can get away with it. By blaming inflation, something that consumers have been primed by media reports to expect, Edwards said. God. It's all
1: propagandized into your heads. Now, one. And, and we're the conspiracy theorists. Mm-hmm. These now, corporations have all comprised mm-hmm. together in a secret room. All of them. And they've all said, hey, we got to raise our prices. Did you lose money during the pandemic? No, no, we didn't take a, a $50 billion loss. <laughs> That we have to make up for? No. No, we just, we want to make $1 trillion this year. So we're going to raise the cost of everything.
2: And trillion bucks, that'd be a pretty good profit, you know? That'd be <sighs> awesome. God. Market Watch, I'm so, I, I get that this is like a guest article or whatever, and the graphs that they sent over, but they, they include this graph of corporate profits over time since like 1950 and how much they've gone up. Now, the graph they included is total corporate profits over that time, meaning doesn't account for the number of businesses or what the GDP is increasing over that time or anything like that, just the total amount of money that corporations are profiting. Just since like 19... Doesn't matter that uh, if you just went down to the list of things we had in 1950, it would be a very, very, very small portion of the things that we have right now. So maybe that could account... For some of the extra money, uh, but but whatever I don't know. Let me just show you a couple of these things. I brought some. I brought some graphs because I wanted to show this whole thing. Uh, blaming wage growth for inflation seems particularly misguided, considering that workers' wages haven't even kept pace with rising consumer prices. Edwards said they said that the wages haven't kept pace. Now here's something else that hasn't kept pace: the CPI, which is the amount more that we're all paying for stuff has not kept pace with the producer price index over this time. Charlie, what's the what's the increase for the producer price index since the the time that we're pulling from?
1: Looks 20.99%. Okay, and what's the CPI? 17.34%.
2: Okay, so the actual prices for producers still gone up more than the prices for consumers. Not included or discussed one single time inside which, of this Market which Watch means article.
1: Corporations are actually losing money. <laughs> they, by the way, they could have
2: uh, raised prices if they would have raised them uh, commensurate with their their own inflation. Then things would have gone uh, way worse for everyone else. Blaming. Let's see. Meanwhile, corporate prop, corporate profit margins have climbed to near record highs. The rec- near record highs. Go back profits, to that last chart. Yeah, profits for non-financial companies rose uh, to nearly $2.1 trillion in the third co- quarter, a record high on the nominal basis, according to the uh, the chart that we talked about earlier. While workers' earnings have generally increased, they haven't kept pace. Average hourly earnings increased by 4.6%. Using this example taken from Howard University economics professor, Edwards pointed out that if wages truly are driving the inflation, then the cost of food at restaurants should be rising faster. Than the cost of food consumed at home because of the cost of labor. And so they talk about how, so the price of food at restaurants has not gone up as the price of food that you eat at home. And they say, well, that's proof that the wages aren't the thing that are causing the prices to go up. Like there are no wages included in the price of the food that you eat at home, number one. Two, uh, restaurants have had to try and get customers back inside the door after this little COVID Shut Actually, down they
1: were thing. Forced to shut down. <laughs>
2: yeah. And so no, they haven't raised their prices as much as people eating at home, which is what everyone switched to doing during the COVID pandemic. But then they use that to say, well, it's not the wages, because the price of eating in the home have gone up more than the price of the restaurants. This is an actual market watch article. Yeah. That they're talking about. So they say the cost of food eating at the home has gone up by ten percent. Um, and the cost of food eaten at a restaurant has gone up by eight point four percent. Therefore wages are not the problem and that's literally the end of the article just by using that restaurant idea that you can easily debunk in 2 seconds now the other thing this chart that we have up right now
1: well he said it though wages are not the problem
2: it's yeah they're they're not and it's in a an in market watch. which they're so. not
1: all the problem they're no you know there's other factors sure it's mostly the the devaluing of the dollar by the fed printing money that's
2: let me that's, show you some charts here it's really the
1: biggest contributor.
2: Now here's an interesting thing. They talk about the corporate profit margins going up to near record highs. Now during that time by the way the the profit margin over the last few years went from 14% up to 16%. I believe is what we're looking at right now.
1: Mm. Okay. Mm, mm,
2: mm. Yeah, we don't like that. Now I looked at another time when corporate profit margins jumped up way more and that was between 2000 and 2010 specifically from 2002 to 2007. During that time, corporate profit margins increased by almost 60% during that time. But our inflation only went from 2% to 3.8% during during that time. The margins went up by almost 60%, but we didn't get the inflation. Okay, so that's weird, right? Why didn't that happen? This time, the corporate profit margins increased by 15% over the span of a few years but we went all the way up to 9.1% inflation okay but we're blaming the corporate profit margins so we talked about the CPI the PPI this is an interesting one right here this is our this is our government spending as a percentage of the GDP okay which has also gone up from what is that 15% all the way up to 25% over the time frame that we've been looking at, which is like 1950 up to right now, you know, when the government spends more money, prints more money, puts more money into the economy, where does that money flow through? It flows through banks, businesses, corporations. They use it to buy things, do whatever. So you send out that funny money into the economy.
1: They also use it to hire people. Yeah. That they didn't lay off later. becomes easier they to need them.
2: spend more on stuff because they're taking more fake money and putting it out there into the economy. Now, Charlie mentioned the actual money supply. This is another interesting thing. From 2002 to 2007, the orange line is our GDP and the white line is our money supply. They're almost exactly the same. Okay? During that period where corporate profit margins increased by 60%, inflation barely went up during that time. The GDP and the money supply went up by basically the same amount during that time. Okay, even though corporate profit margins went up by almost 60%. Now, the orange line is the GDP. The white line is the money supply. What's the increase on the uh, GDP there?
1: 9%.
2: 9% and the money supply?
1: 41.
2: 41%. 41%. And now we, end up to a ton- we get to a time where we spiked up to a 9.1% CPI. Corporate profit margins went up by 15% not not 15 like real percent, not like from 15 to 30. It went from 14 to 16 during this time. And they're blaming the corporate profit margins. I would like to enter into evidence. Exhibit. <laughs> Exhibit money supply. M2. All right. M2 to GDP is what I would like. A respectable publication like Market Watch talking about economics. To enter into the conversation, the amount of our money supply increased during this time, because you can look at other times of history when the the margins went up way more, and we did not get the inflation. I just think it's weird. It's probably another coincidence, Nate. But let's just blame let's just blame the evil businessmen.
1: Yeah, because well, look, no one's going to blame the government, especially when the government's your hero, Mm-mm. right? And, the, and all these all these people coming out with modern monetary theory and all of this stuff. It like we've known for a long time, what happens when you drastically increase the money supply very rapidly, helicopter money, whatever you want to call it. It's fake. It's fake money. It's going to go into the economy, but it's going to have real effects by the way. And everyone's feeling it because the the price of something is what, well, it's what someone can pay for it. <laughs> well, it's what someone can pay for But what I meant to say the value of something doesn't really change. Okay. There's a, I think, I think I got this from Thomas Sowell, but a nice suit in 1920 cost you one ounce of gold. A nice suit in 2023 cost you one ounce of gold. Same thing. Mm-hmm. In 1920, I was 20 bucks. In 2023, that's a little over 2000.
2: And by talking about, say, the oil prices and what happened there, going all the way up to 130 a barrel and then dropping all the way back down to 66 last week, what changed? It was the amount of money that all the governments around the world were injecting into the economy. It was what people could pay for it. And it was the dollar being devalued technically in the process, not as it is compared to other currencies around the world. The dollar actually got stronger over this time because a lot of other governments did worse stuff. Um, we got to be careful when we say dollar being devalued because you look at the dollar chart, and it's it's up yep. a lot. But that's compared to like 15 other yeah. currencies.
1: It's, well, you're doing currency comparison. Mm-hmm. You're not doing historical comparison. No, no. So historical comparison, they of, will
2: always find a way to make it not their fault. That's yes. the point. Mm-hmm. And they'll they'll keep kicking the can down the road and and blaming the producers but while you know they're what? the actual problem.
1: On this show, we talk about objective truth, mm-hmm. and you have the facts. So take those facts to your friends and tell them to shove it. Don't oh, dang. Do, we got to go. Don't do that. Oh, yeah. We do have to go. Yeah. Uh, so I was trying to wrap up this bow. I got you. You know? I Anything you want to say?
2: No, I just wanted to say thanks.
1: Oh. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. There you go. See? That's a song from Moana.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not going to catch that yeah. reference. I'm sorry. <laughs> not
1: going to. There's nothing to say except no nope. welcome
2: that's great it's from a
1: demigod <laughs> yeah. you have a six-year-old you
2: don't have to go that bad do I you do, okay <laughs> all right
1: y'all, if you enjoyed today's episode please share the show with a friend a family member or a foe share it with your friends just do it and um hit that subscribe button or follow button i think on apple it's a little plus sign if you don't know what that is, that's because math is racist. So look for a shortened cross. Okay? Top right-hand corner. Just hit that little cross up there. And follow us like you'd follow Jesus. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Go to joingmail.com for the pet haters club. Nate's crash to learn about the market. And godhatesfeds.com for the, the best merch in the liberty movement. If you do all that, we'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you have a good day and a good morning liberty.